Thank you, everyone. This is season two of From the Couch, starting right away into the NFL season. I'm going to go around the room. I have Eric. What's up, boys? Glad to be back. I have Cross. What it do, baby? I got Kieran. How are you, boys? Excited for season two here. And the old man, Jerome, is here to round it out. All right, so we're going to jump right in. Um, let's go around the room. Uh, Eric, joining us from California, tell me who your conference favorites are. So the AFC, I think, is wide open. Um, and I think the Patriots are weaker than they have been in years past. But, you know, with the Chargers, offensive line kind of being low, Melvin Gordon probably not going to play too much of the season. Um, obviously, the Andrew Luck thing, you know, still, still shedding tears over that one. Um, you know, A.B. going away and uh, Le'Veon Bell even the Steelers, too. I'm going to stick with the Patriots here, you know. Uh, I think the rest of the AFC kind of needed someone to step up and take it from them. But I think it's still theirs to lose, you know. And that's a boring pick, but whatever. NFC is much NFC? tougher. Yeah, and NFC is much tougher. I mean, that's a strong conference. A lot of people really love the, uh, the Saints this year. I don't know. Bree's another year older. Um, I think losing Ingram was a big loss for the Saints. I got to say it's the uh, – I'm going to go with the Rams. You know, whatever. Call me a homer. But um, there's a team that didn't lose a lot of players. And, you know, they're less experienced quarterbacks. just got a little bit more experience. So, yeah, I'll go with the Rams. Don't don't forget about the wow. boat, dude, Blake Bortles. I, I uh, wow, I am free agent signing of the so, year. So so <laughs> underwhelming. I'm so glad that we decided to bring you in on this. Uh, <laughs> Ross, tell me who your conference favorites are. Uh, well, I want to say that, it that sounded painful. I want to say it because I know Kieran wants to say it too. Browns. Who wants it? You want to say the Browns because they are actually exciting for once. Browns and AFC. I Cleveland, will say, I will, Ohio. I will say them over my own team. I even want to see them win one before my own team wins another one. It's getting kind of boring now. Go fuck yourself. Okay, <laughs> NFC? Uh, I don't really have a clear-cut one for this. I, I guess yeah, I guess the Saints again. I mean, they're the most you know well-rounded team out of everybody. They didn't uh, really lose any talent. I mean, defense is still strong. Well, they lost Ingram. Is that really a loss? I mean, it was a good tag team duo. He was still one hey, of the top you know, biggest, running backs in the league. Biggest addition for them is that new PTI rule from the NFL. That shit's not going to happen to them again. Uh, they can challenge that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, I'm going to work on that, Saints. All righty. So, um, my AFC pick, um, like Cross, like, I want to say the Browns, but I know in my heart of hearts it's probably not going to happen. I think they're going to take that AFC North uh, pretty easily, but I don't think they're going to take the conference. Um, I'm going to go Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs. Uh, I think they have what it takes to get it done this year. Um, they took the the Patriots, you know, right down to the wire last year in the AFC Championship game. And, you know, now, you know, everyone's get, on that team's getting a little older. No more Gronk for now, allegedly. He'll probably be back, but who the fuck knows. Um, who if he, cares? If, if he does come back, he's, he's going to have to be a cyborg or something. But um, I'm still going to draft him. Yeah. <laughs> no, I will not. Pick him up on waivers week 14. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but no, I, I really do like the Chiefs this year coming out of the AFC. NFC, I think this is honestly the toughest one. Um, I feel like the AFC is a lot, you know, very top heavy and then a steep drop off. The NFC, I think, is a little bit more even. Uh, but I got to agree with Cross. I really like New Orleans. Um, 
you know, Drew Brees, Drew Brees is one of those quarterbacks that, you know, when the, when the chips are down and you got to, and you need a guy to make a play, he's your guy. Um, he's got all the playoff experience in the world. He's got a Super Bowl. Um, and I think that team's got what it takes. I'm going to make this real quick. Browns, Eagles, Super Bowl. What's uh, up? If that if that's the case, I will buy a Baker Mayfield jersey. You'll still watch. I'll buy a Baker You'll Mayfield jersey watch. and a dog mask, and I will watch Baker Mayfield run train on it. We'll see. We'll see about that. We'll see about that. All right. So, Eric, tell me your outlandish prediction for the season. Go. Um, my outlandish prediction for the season is going to be Jared Goff winning MVP. I know. I know. A lot of people still talking about that cover four. You know. The bad ending to last year, but if you have a quarterback whose biggest issue was reading one coverage scheme, and everybody in the gen pop is talking about how this was an issue. Eric, I got, a, I, got a, I got a question for you around that one, man. How many NFL MVPs can you name that cannot read the coverage? <laughs> Precisely zero, just so you know. And see, this is the thing. If we're talking about it, if we're talking about it, and we know that Sean McVay knows his shit. We know that he's talking about it, too. And he's had all offseason to work on it. I think you're going to look at a team with uh, a running game that's not as strong as it used to be. It's going to rely a whole lot more on Jared Goff. I think you're looking at a team that's going to win its division, probably win 13 games. They're going to have to rely a whole lot more on Goff. Who last year, people forget, threw almost 4,700 yards, threw, what, like 33, 34 touchdowns to, like, 10 picks. Those are the MVP numbers. I think it's only going to get better. I think... You know, that's a guy who took a huge leap forward from the year prior to last year. I think he's only going to happen again. And if all it was was figuring out how to read one coverage scheme, no, I look for him to improve again. Massive, massive improvements. How can we forget when you are constantly reminding us yourself? Yeah. Just, whoop, 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 there it goes. There's no forgetting any of that. All right. Thank you for, your, for again, underwhelming us with that. Uh, Cross, really a slow start on the return to the potty, I got to say. <laughs> Outlandish for the, Tom Brady retires mid-season. He just go, fuck this. I'm out of here. Oh, that would be amazing. You know, you know what, Andrew Luckman? I have six of these things. I don't need any more. I'm done. I'm going to go home, bang my supermodel wife, blow a load in. Yeah, with his son. Just yeah. tongue my son. <laughs> All right. Aaron, Outlandish pick. All right, my Outlandish pick is uh, kind of ties into what into Cross's pick for the AFC. I say Brown Super Bowl, Baker Mayfield Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, I think that's that's the one for me. I think he's got it in him. He's got he's got the team around him now. He's got the personnel. I just think it'd be fucking hilarious if he's got the swag, baby. He does, man. <laughs> Nicest moves on a white guy I've ever seen. Dude, seriously. That that alone wins in the MVP. How do you learn that in Oklahoma? Like I don't get it. <laughs> from Oklahoma? No, he's from Oklahoma, but definitely spent you know. Some crucial development years there. So, <laughs> Rome. Outlandish prediction for the season: Dak Prescott doesn't get his paycheck that he wants. It's not outlandish. Really. He's just not going. He get walks it. away from the team. Fucking Cowboys go goose egg in the division for the year. I'll I'll, I'll see you when I raise you. <laughs> uh, Rush steps up, next man up, and the Cowboys go undefeated in the division. Ooh. That is absolutely outlandish. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Speaking about things that are outlandish, Andrew Luck retires week three in the preseason, and it kind of ties into the next section we're going to talk about is fantasy football, much to the chagrin of fantasy owners across the United States that drafted him. Oh, Gentlemen, how did, how did we react to this? 
who does their WAF and draft in week three of the preseason? That's what you Yeah, that's kind of on you. You know who does it? You know, rookies, like O.J. Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> if he was a real professional, he wouldn't have gotten caught. Run <laughs> <laughs> from this juice and litigate your way out of it. <laughs> and people say there's no justice in the world. You know, I, uh, I mean, the whole Andrew Luck thing, I was, I was pretty shocked. Um, and then, you know, when I read a little bit into it, I, I don't know, like I became incredibly understanding of the whole situation. Everyone talked like for his first three or four years about how he just kept getting, you know, shafted by his organization for not improving the offensive line. He kept getting smashed, you know, with this vertical offense that can't keep the quarterback up for like two to three seconds. So, yeah, he was you know, kind of, yeah, he, he was just getting blasted and people kept saying, you know, Hey, you guys got to start protecting this guy. Otherwise, you know, he's going to get injured and lo and behold, you know, it gets injured for what a total of like, yeah, for like a total of what, like 30, 36 months. So, um, his arm. shoulder, shoulder, uh, shoulder, right. Like broke his leg and then he, then he yeah. hurt his shoulder. So yeah, I mean, what's your call? I really feel like he kind of taken the brunt of this when I feel like it was maybe front office that kind of not, not forced him into this, but like kind of put him in the position. I have a feeling, and I've heard, you know, reports all over um, online saying luck had came to front off, you know, management much earlier in the season, like, you know, like end of last season and said he wanted to retire. And they were kind of in his ear, like, Hey man, come on, stick it out. You know, we'll see how rehab goes, this, this, and this. And then it put him in a really tough position where, you know, rehab obviously wasn't really doing it for him. He's like, well, fuck this. Like I'm not going to suffer through another season of this. And I think he's, you know, kind of getting the raw end of the deal for a decision that he was kind of forced to make. I think front office kind of forced his hand there. The fan base, you know, turned on him immediately. And I feel like he's, you know, a guy that, you know, gets, dude, honestly, like he, he like the, what he, what he did after, you know, Peyton leaving yeah. for that city and for that team. Because they could have had a lull where they just had shit after shit. Oh, they could have had nothing, yeah. yeah. And they did for a little bit until they drafted him, and he, I mean, and he brought yeah. that franchise, you know, not back to where Peyton gifted. had it, but yeah. he, he brought him back into contention. He like gifted Andrew Luck, and then you turn on him. Like, that guy gave you everything he had, man. I don't blame him one fucking bit. I don't at all, no. I'm not going to put my life on the line. He doesn't know that city. He doesn't know that city anymore. He's going to retire – in the mid- Midwest, and he'll spend every week traveling and doing something for Fox Sports or ESPN. I mean, yeah. that kind of wholesome guy, the House of Mouse is definitely going to pick charity. him up. It's all going to charity. He's, he's, he'll, he'll get picked up by the House <laughs> of Mouse. He'll work for ESPN as a talking head on Monday Night Football. Get rid of fucking Booger Carlson. And get, get Andrew Luck in there. Right? McFarlane. dude. I don't give a fuck what his name is. No, and you know what? Sorry, you know, his name hey, sucks, and, if, and he's not good. <laughs> And if all that, you know, doesn't, doesn't ends up falling through, he can always be a Civil War reenactor in Williamsburg. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you can't, you can't put Andrew Luck on TV he's like that. He's got the height and the facial hair to be he's Abraham Lincoln. He's got the chops. He definitely has the chops. <laughs> all right, so um, moving right into fantasy football, all right? Um, all of us here are in, in fantasy leagues. I'm in three myself. How did everybody feel about your draft? What you know? How many leagues are you in? How, what draft positions? Uh, what, what what draft position did you like being? Which one didn't you like? I had an excellent draft. I'm just gonna say I had flat out the best draft out of all you shit sippers in this league. In in the from the couch league. Yes, I'm only doing the one. I didn't feel like doing a bunch of ones this year. I was like, let me just do one. I used to do like two, three at a time. That's that's too. 
time consuming for me. With all that time on your hands, you're yeah. right. Yeah, you have so much going on. So much. Just can't handle more than one. <laughs> I have a social life, gentlemen, all right? I don't have time for this shit all the time, okay? My draft is good, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick ass in this league. Like, it's not that hard to do. Yeah, but. we'll see what happens after week one. <laughs> Eric, how many leagues are you in? I'm in two. All right, how did yeah. your draft go? Oh, my draft went very well. Uh, so I drafted fifth in out of ten. Because I know it didn't go on this list. <laughs> uh, I'm still recovering for the amount of times I've rostered to that one draft. So I, I completely disagree. But in the other draft, it went even better. I was um, I drafted eighth out of eight. It was a two-player keeper league, uh, which I was an expansion team. Eight so out of like, eight with a two-player keeper league. Oh, so mm-hmm. you, you just you, you you put you have training wheels on your league. Right? Is that is that? Turn Madden down to rookie mode. You know? Wow, <laughs> eight player. Still gotta win. Are four of those people girls? <laughs> <laughs> no. You're, you're hey, you're using computers, didn't you? on auto draft. No, I, I fucking rocked that one, and uh, I honestly love it. I mean, I know we've spoken before, but the back to back picks, uh, which you know, Crosshead and the other one, is just my favorite because you get to see what everyone else is doing. It's easier to make predictions as to who's going to pick who. Okay, um, time out, asshole. <laughs> when you're doing back-to-back picks in an eight-player league, yeah, no fucking shit. I was back-to-back. I was last pick in a 12-man and a 14-man. That sucked. It really wow. sucked. Okay? You live a hard life, brother. What are you talking about? Eight I'm saying it well. Grow up and find two other people. <laughs> you could have called Kieran and I. We would have joined the league. So that it was, you know, a men's league and not a children's league. You weren't invited because they only invite good players. So to an eight-player league, is good enough. Eight players. Wow. Aren't you the guy who drafted like Marlon Mack in the fourth round or some shit like that? But it was T.Y. Hilton who would be catching passes from no one all year. Kobe Brissett's going to complete like maybe two passes a game. (laughs) On route to being like two and fourteen and getting caught. I can't wait to serve you big old steaming gorilla cookies on game day, faggot. <laughs> I can't fucking wait. Well, good luck with that. Let's reel it in, boys. I'm going to package them <laughs> specially Christ. for you, okay? Don't let anybody else eat them. I'm going to send them overseas, okay? Anyway, Kieran, how did you feel about your draft? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, in, I'm in two leagues. I'm in the From the Cash League. and one with a couple of buddies from college. Um, I will say the one with my buddies from college went much better uh, than, than this league. Uh, this league, Cross decided to just <laughs> bend me over, picking right before me. and, and He was in your head the entire fucking draft. <laughs> he really fucking was. I drafted fucking Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Better boobs. How cool. many? How many? How how many picks down did you reach down and snatch Mahomes? Like nine or 10, 12, yeah. 20 places. He was yeah, it was, was like, his fourth round pick. Like ten places. That was bro. deep. Yeah. Yeah. That was deep. I was like, you know what? Fuck everybody else, man. Oh, man, good thing you had those long arms. <laughs> Cross reaching down and just ripping my heart out. Really, uh, put put a damper on that draft. Um, I'll, I'll be focusing on the on the larger money league uh, this, this coming season. <laughs> well, to be fair. To be, to, be to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. I would have done it to anybody, not just you in particular. I just happen to be picking. I wish life. it was Eric, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's only the weaker players who get and who are able to get in their heads. Those top five picks went exactly as I thought they were going to be. Actually, better. I had no, I had no idea that I was going to be able to get uh, Todd Gurley in the third round. I thought by passing on. Mixing that I was going to have to reach for somebody like Carryon Johnson or something like that, but having Gurley fall to me in the top of the third or top of the yeah top of the third 
better than I could have expected. Breaking news. Breaking news. Talking about the Rams. Rams signing Jared Gurf to four-year <laughs> extension, tying him to the team for the next six seasons through 2024. Exactly six seasons longer than they should have. <laughs> it's weird. Adam Schefter actually wrote that. That's, <laughs> that's hilarious. Smart organizations doing smart things. I'm telling you, next year's MVP. We'll also, see also the organization that signed Blake Bortles. Yeah. We'll see about that. Let's move on to fantasy player you're excited for. Eric, tell me what fantasy player this year you're excited for. Wait. It doesn't have to be on your team. Any okay. any Thank player. Any yeah. player. What not, player are you not. excited week in and week out to see how they how they do? Karen, All tell right. me who oh, you're no. excited for. Honestly, who, who, one of the, one who of the... makes a tent in your Superman under ruse? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this year for me, it's going to be Baker Mayfield. Uh, it's no one on my team because looking at both of my teams, I just get aggressively flaccid. <laughs> but I think, I think Baker Mayfield, uh, <laughs> coming, coming, off, coming off of – thanks for the delayed reaction. <laughs> thanks, bud. Uh, but, no, like Baker, like I said, Baker Mayfield is going to year. Um, he's going to be playing a division where he's just going to be able to absolutely run train on Ben Roethlisberger in just the perfect sense of poetic justice I've ever seen. But no, I think he's gonna have a he's gonna have an awesome year. Like I said earlier, he's got great personnel around him. And I think he's gonna I think he's gonna blow out here. Cross. Mother fucking DeAndre Hopkins. I wanna see if he can do even better than what he did last year. I had him in a fantasy league last year. Fucking killed. I'm gonna see if he can top that. I feel like they can only get a little bit better from when he when we wants. Gotta be. Wait, who has him in our league anyway? Connor. Oh my brother does? Fucking auto Connor. <laughs> I'm so I was looking at his, I was like sending his team the entire draft. I'm like, wow, this is I should have auto I should have auto draft. It probably would have gone better for you. Yes. Oh no, Pat has him. God, God love you. Pat Pat's got him. The uh, other yeah. auto draft. Pat who drafted four, four receivers. Deshaun Jackson, mainly because I mean he's still one of the fastest players on the field. Yes, he's an eagle, but more than that, he's finally with a quarterback that could actually throw to him, and he's with a team that's gonna you know, give him opportunities. So I'm, I'm very excited to see what comes out of him this year. And yes, I do have him on my team. Well, one of my teams. Uh, last that, that is actually one of those players who's kind of exciting because, you know, you, you never actually know it to Sean Jackson. He could completely goose egg you and like get maybe one, maybe two catches in a game, or he could have a game where he catches like five balls for 166 yards and a touchdown. You know, he's just he's one of those the, completely unpredictable players. He's the deep threat. He's the, he's the go route. That, and well, that and – Pump returns. Pump returns and kick returns. Is he still pump return? Yeah. I think he's going to be in Tampa. No one, no one pays attention to them. So uh, the player I'm most excited for is 100% Lev Bell. I mean, it's been a year since we saw him, so that alone is going to be interesting to see what he does. But do you guys remember? Hmm? Oh, yeah, no, we, we spent a good 45 minutes talking about Lev Bell uh, last <laughs> season on From the Couch. Uh, go ahead and take a re-listen if uh, you want to catch up with that. Um, everybody knows my feeling on Lev Bell. Uh, and it's quite simply put, I don't think he's going to be the same player he used to be. I don't think he's even going to be close. But we'll see. I think, I think he might be. I think that you're, you're entering an offense where there's no more AB. There's you know, no more Ben. They're going to rely on him a lot. He's going to get a ton of touches. And uh, regardless, when he was playing you know, two years ago or whatever, uh, him in fantasy football was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it was exciting to see, you know, if he was going to put up a 30-burger or something like that on, on somebody. I lost in the playoffs just because of Webb Bell one year. So, 
definitely most also, I think thing. it'll be interesting too, just because the division he's playing now, 25% of his games this season are going to be against the Bills and the Dolphins. So it's true. Easy pickings. He'll also be playing the Cowboys and the Redskins. Yeah. Uh, last question. Gentlemen, fantasy player you hate. Current fantasy player you hate. Hate to play against or hate? Just hate him in general for whatever reason. You can choose. I'll start. Tom Brady. God damn it. I hate Tom Brady. (laughs) Tom Brady is completely inconsistent. He is an elite quarterback. But fantasy-wise, he just doesn't – he's not a reliable quarterback to have as a QB1. Yeah, Timmy Brady, motherfuckers. Um, Really really shot me in the foot last year when I had him on one of my teams. Couldn't agree with you more, Jerome. One one of the best all-time at that position. One of the best all-time overall. But when it comes to fantasy, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather leave the spot empty. How dare <laughs> the name of TD12? He is not there to make your fantasy team better. He's there to make my real life team better. Okay, he gets results. Not Idiot. not on fantasy though. Yeah, no. which is which is the question. Which is what we're talking about. <laughs> I won't dispute that he's like I said, one of the best to play the game. But fantasy wise. Still gets he a is dub. a he is a black hole. You don't get points for winning. I'm gonna show you fantasy. my black hole in a minute. Why? Oh, it was it was pretty exciting watching Kieran draft him in like the third round last year, only to see like him do absolutely nothing. <laughs> that was that was pretty good. Knowing that Tom Brady wasn't gonna finish inside the top ten fantasy quarterbacks and watching Kieran pick him up in the third round, that was that was my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's your who's your who's the player you loathe? Eric, I'm actually on the same kind of uh, same kind of page you are. So Julio Jones is like one of those players who is unreal in real life. I mean, you watch him and just his style. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. You know, he's going to probably finish with some ridiculous records. Um, and he is completely untrustworthy in fantasy football. Every year, you look at this guy and you say, "Well, he's ranked like top ten. Isn't he like so much better than that?" The dude scores no touchdowns. He He's completely inconsistent, you know, um, and you expect so much more out of him week after week. It's not like a guy like Michael Thomas, at least, is catching like 10, 11 balls a game, you know, so he's making the points up there. Julio's just frustrating to have on your team. I concur. I had Julio Jones last year, and, um, yeah, it was a kick in the dick every week. I counted on him to, to lead my wide receivers, and he just couldn't do it. That's why I should have more than one. <laughs> Well, you know, when is you, when he's when you when he's a waste of a first round pick. Yes, he really is. He is. Like, and actually, on that note, like, like you're asking which is my least favorite, which is my least favorite fantasy football player. It's any receiver that's drafted in the first round because they're incredibly inconsistent and they're not going to lead you to a championship unless you're like cross where you have like the last pick and then you take the top two. Even still, I might like reach down for a running back because they run out faster and. Your top receiver is probably going to score, like, what, maybe two points a game better than the 10th best receiver. So why not just wait? Anything else, gentlemen? Pat Mahomes. But it doesn't matter because I have him. But playing against him sucks. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it's great having such a train wreck in, in my league. You know, I just love watching you implode. <laughs> I'm going to watch him flail. Thanks for your money, buddy. You know, it's going to be embarrassing for him at the, the dinner table when his mom asks – him and his brother, how they're doing in the league? Are you gonna? Are you both? Gonna, yeah. Are you gonna get fantasy advice from your little sister? Have you thought about asking? <laughs> I, might, I might as well at this point. Did honestly. you draft me a ham? <laughs> yeah, ham. Did you try drafting the Hulk? It's it's fantasy, fantasy football. football. It's, if I want the Hulk to be on my team, 
you should be able to be on my team, right? I want two orcs in it. <laughs> get Jacob. Get Jacob from Twilight. He's also a werewolf. He'll do great. <laughs> if you're not drafting Timo, what are you doing? All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Um, we're going to try and do this, uh, you know, not as long as the last season's episodes, but still coming in every week, talk about fantasy football, talk about the, reg- um, you know, NFL. Maybe some basketball for the black people. Well, when the season starts, same thing with the <laughs> NHL when that starts. Uh, MLB, MLB postseason coming fuck, around the corner. Fuck the MLB. Maybe the postseason. We'll see. Postseason's if it's exciting. Can we talk about soccer? Sure. Out. You mean, you mean, <laughs> you mean <laughs> European football? Football. Yeah. Assholes football. call it soccer. Come on, man. You know that. All right. Thank that. you again for listening. This has been From the Couch. <laughs> <laughs>